Interesting. Welcome to another episode of Unfurled. My name is Tal. I'm Vox. I'm Roland. I'm a tired goat. Sweet. Um, yeah, so for those of you just joining us, uh, did we tweet and everything? Yes, I tweeted. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, <clears throat> Good thing uh, you're on the ball. We've been talking about Bitcoin and all the things that it is. And why it's weird. Yeah, and, and like how it, it makes isn't. sense at all. Well, it, it, like, like we were talking about, it's basically a stock. It's it like holding shares. It's literally a stock just invested in itself. Yeah, and the way, and uh, except you don't necessarily have to buy said stocks from a company. No, you, you can, can make math your own. One. They're just really hard to make. So I mean, yeah, that's really cool. Just um, well, and like I, I was never... like I was telling Adam, it's something like you know forty years or something to get like, one Bitcoin for a standard computer. I, mm-hmm. I've I've never really understood like what it is about digital currency that people seem to enjoy and they're completely unregulated but i i kind of get it now like yeah it it makes sense but it's actually uh uh, for a lot of people it's not even the currency itself that's really interesting it's kind of a fad hobby as well well not even that it's actually the technology behind it which is it's super interesting blockchain technology specifically Mm -hmm. uh you know it's it's like a uh it's sort of like a mesh networking type thing. Like, um, and it allows you to do things like hell, even with like Bitcoin and stuff, it, you can like, uh, like even just in the realm of the currency part, you can be like, this Bitcoin is allocated for this use. And then you can only use it for that use. Hmm. You can like encode data into the coins and into everything mm. else. Um, there's other things that are talking about using uh, Bitcoin-y stuff or blockchain technology as storage networks. So completely 100% decentralized storage networks that are fully encrypted and only accessible to you. Uh, weird. Yeah. That is weird. Um, it, well, because that's the thing is with with Bitcoin, right? It's not just like, I have this coin, everybody. Here, look at my number. Because the thing is that number... If anyone else knows that number, they that's your coin. Your, they now have yeah, your Bitcoin. They, they know your coin. Right? So uh, Bitcoins are stored in wallets, and the way wallets work is they're, they're nodes on a massive mesh network. And that node, you know, you have your coins there, and they're stored behind a ridiculous key. Like, you know, you can kind of choose your own key kind of thing and a lot of them are uh in some of them or others it's like generated using some standard algorithm but they're heavily encrypted yeah right state of the art encryption levels you you can't break it really uh the way these other like crypto exchanges the way they were hacked is like they actually got into their servers and went hey look at all this unlocked shit i can fuck with and transferred all of their coins out yeah but if you gain access to somebody's wallet you now have those numbers and you can say hey everybody i am this wallet here are my keys that uh prove that i am this wallet and i'm going to transfer these numbers to this wallet and the rest of the network goes yep the keys match up there you go there's and your, and your... then it, it works sort of like dns where it's like a uh, uh, mutual consensus yeah quorum yeah so everybody goes yep that is valid and then everybody's wallets updated so everyone has the entire transaction history of the entire coin right so you can use that to store other things not just coins you can use that technology to store data 
and then everybody has bits and pieces of everything. But the only way you can actually be like, you can actually access it is with your keys, right? Okay, I see how that would make sense. That's ah. some Skynet shit. Well, it, actually, that that is a really fantastic way to keep data uh, resilient. Yeah. Mm. Right? Because if every participating node keeps a copy... Exactly. Then it's... And you can tell what's happened or to it. Or at least a piece of a copy. Or a piece of a copy, right? Right. And yeah. it, it's it's super interesting because, like, everyone's just talking about the coin. But, like, only using blockchain technology just for the currency is sort of like buying a Ferrari and using it as a golf cart. <laughs> like, yeah, you can. can do so much more. And it's very effective. <laughs> but I mean, you have so much more you can do I'll, with it. I'll be honest. I don't think a Ferrari would make a very good golf cart. I think it would make a terrible golf cart. I mean, Fine, so a Ford big. F-150. No, a fantastic uh, golf cart. It's still cart. too big. <laughs> um, but... So so but, hang on, is this is this a basically the like the legitimate, like almost the legitimate kind of uh, software that Silicon Valley, like yeah, very so very Piper, like it, it's it, it actually is yeah, almost sort of the same fragments idea. fragments of everybody's information shared amongst a mesh network, so everyone's got a piece of said information. Yes. And it makes the transfer of said information much easier because everyone's got a yeah. piece of it. Basically, so... the entire internet is just, is stored on all devices. Yes, that's yeah. exactly right. it. Yeah. And, and like, yeah, that is that. that so, like, like similar, in a very like a basic idea. sense, yeah. it's that's kind of the same idea, right? So, the, and that like, so, but everyone's interested in in the currency as well because it's a completely one hundred percent decentralized currency. The government of the United States or Saudi Arabia, we don't give a shit what they're doing with their currency. Because, yeah, mm. it's immaterial. Uh, I guess that's fair. It, yeah, so they don't really see it as... It, it's decentralized. The Bank mm. of America can't one day just go, we're going to print 80 million bitcoins a minute and massively inflate the, the economy because i can't cool. think hmm. of a valid reason anyone would ever want to do that because they want their money to be they're, worth nothing yeah they're sure comically evil <laughs> they, and yeah, want to yeah. destroy the u.s economy yeah, like they they invest in <clears throat> canadian dollars tank the american economy and then reinvest back into u.s dollars and then untank it um you know they can't do that because it's not in a centralized control yeah everyone decides right it's everyone gets to choose what's happening um and uh or everyone gets to fight about what's happening that, that too and when people fight and don't agree and enough of them don't agree you know what happens doesn't happen a fork like software you huh. can fork it wait um i'm just oh, gonna say no. that sounds really bad so that well, is actually because you know the problem that we have with the internet right now where too many like-minded people can get together that would happen on a global scale. Well, the thing it, is, it wouldn't it, affect your master. Yeah. Well, it already happened. Bitcoin Cash is a fork of Bitcoin. Oh, my Lord. It's going to get so ridiculous. Well, that's the thing is right now we are in the convergent or, or the, the divergent stage. Yeah. And this is the thing that you'll it's, always see in tech. It'll explode. Everyone will start it. Yeah. It diverges then, into yeah. 80 billion companies like streaming all companies doing right things. Now. Yeah, that's right. Fair. Everyone's a fucking yeah. streaming company right and now. The, uh, yeah. And there's a few big ones. Yeah. But everyone's trying to fail. And then as they fail. Yeah, and, and then, they as, they fail, 
and they converge back into a semi-reasonable like area uh, yeah. again, right? It equalizes and everything exactly. balances I just, out. I just had I just had actually a similar uh like a it, it like a like-minded kind of conversation with with someone earlier today about how how like, you know, previously kids used to generally go outside and play, go like bike ride and do whatever usually outside. Yep. And usually almost never stay in. And how people in the last like few years have been complaining that you know you know fucking kids don't go out anymore they're all inside with all their devices but what's kind of happened is so i guess that would have been their you know that would have been the like the main sort of uh what is it sort of like the kind of the main situation all the kids went out inside and played almost no kids stayed inside and then all the kids are now staying inside and nobody's going out. But what's happening now is because because technology has narrowed um, attention span is so short now because everything is about kind of, you know, instant gratification. And, you know, rather than watching your favorite two hour podcast, <laughs> you watch two minute <laughs> YouTube videos and then you're like, I'm satisfied. Good. It's like, uh, what is that movie? 45 minutes i don't know if i want to watch that you know what i think i'd rather have like a 10 minute thing something quick something fast boom i can get on with my day go 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 but what's happened is because the attention span has become so short now kids are looking at their electronic devices that brought them all in and they're like i'm bored i played this game for two minutes i'm bored i'm gonna go outside so now <laughs> kids are actually because their attention but because technology has narrowed their attention span down so much now technology does not keep their attention and now they have diverted back to yeah. the way of the outside well, and because they get bored too easily yeah crazy well, and it, well and like just with the you know you will see that sort of like anything new and disruptive will be extremely disruptive for a short period of time mm -hmm. and then equalize. And that's sort of the same thing that's going to be happening with Bitcoin. Uh, 2018, 2019, you're going to start seeing a lot of that. Um, but uh, one of the more interesting things that's happening, because right now it is unsustainable because it takes so much electricity, yeah. so much power to mine Bitcoin. Like we're we're talking like, you know, one you know one guy that i know is making like five grand a month doing it and his power bill is over a thousand dollars right it takes insane amounts of electricity and if everyone on earth does that we're is, just gonna kill it yeah we're gonna murder the planet with bitcoin so, yeah. so and that's the thing is you're all those numbers and stuff all they are is proof of work right that yep. shows that you have you've done the work so you have that much bitcoin or see a coin or ethereum whatever yeah. whatever it is coin Jeez. of the flavor week goat, yeah goat coin so, so what a bunch of them are looking at is things uh for one like bitcoin has a problem where uh mining on video cards is completely irrelevant it doesn't you can't right to make any money on bitcoin reasonably you need to do what's called asic mining which is you buy a device with a circuit board and processor on it that are specially designed to why is i can't load up the chat hmm. an error occurred what is going on you know why it's broken yeah i don't know um 
if someone else could, you'll load appear up the chat to be getting some sort of error. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but uh, so uh, with Bitcoin, you need an ASIC chip to be able to mine anything effectively. So uh, what's happening is nobody can fucking mine coins really except for like the main companies like you got like bitmain which has which they make ant miner which is an asic miner and they then sell the ant miners to themselves which they put in the world's largest bitcoin farm which is run by bitmain <laughs> to mine fuckloads of bitcoin <laughs> um i just like and it's a, it's a problem it's a huge problem so what other coins have done like things like ethereum they make it so it's not possible to build an ASIC chip that can mine the coin. So you can only do it with video cards. So yep. companies like Bitmain, Bitmain can't like create these yeah, asinine like, things and then just be like, coins. we're the only ones who can do this effectively. We're the only ones who can mine. Sweet, well, let's get rich. And the thing is, the thing that I see happening is, right, is eventually Bitcoin will hit a, a ceiling, right? Yeah. When it becomes untangible and people will stop mining it. Well, and we're already almost at that point. So, Once people stop mining it, ascribing it value is also going to drop. Well, and so here's the thing. is This is what other coins are looking at, too. Uh, because with the video card thing, that also gets hard. Yep. Especially now when the literally the entire fucking, like... I d go on to Newegg or walk into a Memory Express and ask them for a video card that's anything better than a 1050. I was, they don't have it. I was okay. So I I was actually thinking about that. Like after you explain that, I mean, do we think that maybe if this becomes such a staple way of I guess acquiring this currency, would we not see almost like computer hardware go to the point like of unattainable for the average person oh, because yeah. people so would be using video, it to video cards like an RX 580 which used to be about 300 bucks they're now selling for 5 600 dollars right, demand yeah. oh definitely. demand is skyrocketed i think what you'll see though right is one computing processing is a limited quantity there's only so much of it available on the on the planet yep so eventually the market will pop yep Right, we're going to see it actually burst, and I think I, I expect to see it burst badly. Um, well, so and that's the thing is, uh, people are wondering like, what are we going to do? Because you know, it, it just gets harder, and eventually, it's just going to be, you yeah, know, like you can only do that so for so to... long, right? And again, with all the electricity it's using, it's like uh, when it, you take the electricity required to run Calgary for two weeks. To make a Bitcoin, it's going to be too much. Yeah. yeah so they're like, well, what do we do? So right now, all of these coins are operating on something called proof of work. And what they're thinking of doing is shifting to something called proof of stake, which is basically you pledge an amount and you pledge to have that amount held for you for an amount of time. Oh. It's kind of like a weird GIC. So, so are you like yeah. literally like... Are you basically being like, well, if I did mine Bitcoin for this, like, for 50 years, I'm entitled to this much Bitcoin? Kinda. But it, you, you have to have a bunch. So if you, uh, Ethereum is one of the main ones that's looking into doing this. And the whole idea is that you say, okay, so what I'm going to do is prove that I have a stake in Ethereum. 
by owning X amount of Ethereum and saying, I promise to keep it for this amount of time. Okay, yep. Uh, this It's similar to uh, purchasing stocks that you can't action. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that will keep the price high because anyone who, if you spent $100,000 on Ethereum to put away and been like, I'm gonna, I, I'm invested, I'm in, you don't want that to drop. No. no right? I... You don't want to lose money. And, you, and it makes sure that a whole bunch of people have an amount that is worth an amount. And all of those people want that same amount to keep going. So it's kind of like mining except by owning it. And, and it just sits there and generates more. As opposed to, you, so instead of going out and buying $8,000 worth of mining gear, you buy $8,000 of whatever it is and you put it into proof of stake. And then that's what generates your coins for you. Kind of hmm. idea. Interesting. Oh, weird. Hmm. So, yeah. <clears throat> but they don't know how they're going to do it. And nobody think, everybody sort of thinks that like only doing one or the other isn't going to work. Well, if you only do proof of stake, there's nothing to add value to your, your currency. In which yeah. case, it just becomes stagnant. So basically, what they're saying, what a lot of people are talking about is doing like a hybrid of the two. So you yeah, can you, mine. You need something to keep the economy well, progressing in right? some yeah. form. Yeah, proof of stake would do it because, it, it, you know, people would be constantly investing into it would be the idea. Um, I, I mean, so and maybe. that would that would keep the price high. Um it's basically it's just a different it's just different from proof of work it's just yeah. a different kind of you know because all proof of work is is i spent and invested this much time and or money in, into equipment to do this for me that's all it is yeah. so they're just saying instead of doing that you spend that much time and or money just having the coin to right? keep the price high to, to keep, keep the price the high economy going and i then, sort of get it yeah so the their goals that they're talking but... about is like like only 10% actually mining it. Yeah. And then, uh, but like, th that's the problem is Bitcoin is absolutely not, uh, not conducive <laughs> to change. Yeah. And they're an old school crypto with an old school blockchain technology that doesn't really work well. For example, their, their fees, because there's so many, like, when you move money from a one wallet to another, there's a fee. The the network yeah, takes, takes a, fee. a fee, right? Just to exist. I mean, and in any economic system, if you don't have something like that, it, it becomes a problem. Yeah. So the fees to move coin from wallet to wallet in Bitcoin, for example, I had a hundred dollars in bit. Well, no, 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 no. I had, I had uh $65 ish. In Bitcoin, it was mm -hmm. about what it was worth when I moved it to my own personal wallet. And uh, when I moved it, moving it cost me $35. 55% fee. That was the network fee. And then on top of that, there was the fee that the I, I was with Coinbase at the time. There was the small fee that they take and all that. But there was a network fee of 35 dollars worth yep. of bitcoin that just and like it doesn't go to anyone it just nope. disappears yeah. it just, just evaporates it just goes away hmm. wow so uh you know uh, because bitcoins become so cumbersome that like the net the network sets the fees automatically basically you know and yeah that's what the fees are at right now yep 
And, uh, you know, whereas Ethereum has a much more reasonable way of doing things. There's also other ones like, uh, what's another one? Um, I don't want to say, I think it's Dash is the one that, like, a lot of people are thinking that Dash is going to be sort of the one that turns into the, this is the daily use one, that everyone's just going to be like, here's my Dash card. Yeah, kind of thing, because it's extremely fast. Like, it's instantaneous. Okay, Whereas yep, with Bitcoin, important. you can pay lower fees, but it can take days for the network to propagate that if you Yeah, don't. you're sort of paying for really high urgency, hey, pay attention to this transaction. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Um, uh, but Dash is like immediate. You can be like, otherwise it's like you pay someone Bitcoin and you're, you know, you're standing at the tail just like. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. A little Sorry, we, we still have dial up. It's going to take a minute. Yeah. And We're, we'll keep your food in the fridge. Come back tomorrow when your check clears. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, you know, and then there's other it, weird ones, too, that are like Ripple that have different texts and backing behind them. Everyone's kind of got a different idea of how it's supposed to work. Oh, it's so. interesting. It's it's interesting mm. to see what it will lead to as well. Yeah, because I see the I can see more use for the tech than just decentralized currency. I I'll admit yeah. I really like the idea of a so, decentralized data encryption. Yeah. So Kit is saying I sent some Bitcoin to myself and chose to pay a small fee. That transaction is sitting on the network, just waiting. It's been twenty four hours. So and that's what I mean. Like if you want your transaction to go. It's like it's forty. There was one guy who had to pay. It was something like a one hundred and twenty dollar transfer fee. Oh my lord! It, it, so it's like some people. There are times too where people at one point were paying like ninety percent of the money in fees. Oof! And it's just Ugh. like it, it's just brutal. Yep. So yeah, there's a there's a bunch of different ones that people are trying to do. Uh, to try to figure out all the problems, because and like that's the thing is those those are issues like when they were first making Bitcoin, they I doubt the guy oh, expected no it to turn into no this, idea that right? was going to happen. It was really more of a proof of concept. It's, it's what happens when you when you're pioneering, right? You you kind of have to take the yeah. You go, hey guys, stick. look at this thing I can do, and everyone's like, cool, we're doing it, and he's like, wait, no, that was just <laughs> hold the, on a second, that it's was not first finished. draft, <laughs> like. What are you doing? And that's why that's also why people like fork things. Like that's what Bitcoin Cash was. They didn't yeah. like a bunch of this stuff. So they're like, no, we should change this. Yeah, and so old school it, Bitcoin's like, rules. no, we can't do that. I have too much invested in this. And everyone's like, we don't care. We're doing it. Yeah, it's <laughs> and, just data. We're taking it and going away. <laughs> yeah. So it, it I don't know. I think it's neat. I, I think it's neat too. I just don't always understand the it, yeah, mechanics. Yeah, it's a really cool concept, and there's a lot of neat hypothetical things you can do with it. Yeah, it's one of those things. But where it's like, so very confusing and cumbersome, and like, I I always thought it was interesting, and I even remember like way way back years ago, I was in the process of setting up a Bitcoin wallet with the plan of just like. No, I'll just get like 20 bucks, stick around. Yeah, I, I did the same thing. I looked at it for a little yeah. bit. And then, mm. you know, never finished it. I think we were going for food and it's like, dude, hurry up. I'm hungry. And I'm like, ah, fuck, I'll do this later then. And then later never happened. And then the next time I heard about Bitcoin, it was at $1,400. And I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> As always is the case with a missed investment yeah. opportunity. So, yeah, like, so right now myself, just, I don't know, to dick around because it's, 
my computer doesn't do anything otherwise. Yeah. I no, just, a... I, I'm running Zcash right now and got it mining Zcash there. And I think I have like, I think the calculation that I had run at the current price, I'm around $111 a month ish, depending yeah, see, on how the coin shabby, fluctuates. Right. right? And it's, it had cost about 25 bucks a month in power. So it's like, 70 bucks. I mean, that's a dinner out a month. Yeah, mm. 70 bucks and whatever. I, I mean, yeah. it's it's 110 more dollars than you had before. Yeah. Mm. Yep. So, like, I mean, any really penny saved, penny earned, all that. Yeah, I mean, might as well, whatever. Yep. And then, you know, if uh, I keep putting it into Ethereum, because Ethereum's kind of the one that I, I like. I like Ethereum um, and what they're doing. So I just kind of put it into that. And then it's like, I guess if Ethereum hits twenty grand, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, whatever. But the the one thing about it that you can't really tell though that that makes it different from a stock is you can't forecast based on, you know, business action or yeah, reputation like you really have no because you can't really see all of it. Yep. How's it doing today? Uh, it just sort of does what it wants. Well, yeah, or or when China it. decided they wanted no cryptos and Bitcoin, like Bitcoin's like da, 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 twenty grand, and China's like we don't want Bitcoin anymore, and Bitcoin's like da, 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 ten grand. <laughs> <laughs> like, yep, <laughs> immediately to the point where like uh, the, on the on the front page of Reddit there was a Bitcoin subreddit post, and it was all it was. <laughs> Was a picture of a guy on a roller coaster going down, screaming "Wee!" <laughs> <laughs> That's all it was. Like, yep. So yeah, I, uh, I did. I that's mean, basically what Bitcoin is. Yeah. Yes, that's the thing you have to remember about it, these two is because they're new, they're deregulated, they're also volatile. They oh, might yeah. seem to be st steady. But you don't know what could go on. Yeah, so, I mean, that's the thing is you're hearing stories about people like taking out mortgages on their house to buy Bitcoin. I'm like, Bitcoin could hit $2 tomorrow. Nothing you need to live like it should be the, bet on an investment like, at all. The thing yeah. is, yeah. all especially it would take like, hidden investment, like, especially with one like Bitcoin itself, like Bitcoin, not just cryptos, but Bitcoin. But like, should anyone it's use like, the statement? I put a mortgage on my house to invest in. Yeah. Well, but in Bitcoin proper, like Bitcoin itself, right? The uh, the Bitmain uh, pool, like the Bitmain is the largest farming pool in the world, and Bitmain farms something like seventy percent of all coin of mm -hmm. all Bitcoin. So all it would take is for Bitmain to just decide, nah, we're out. Yeah, click, sell it all. Not even sell it all. Just turn it off. Yeah. Mm. I mean, and it doesn't help that Bitmain's in China. Yeah. So oh, yeah, all it would take is for Bitmain to just, nah, we're out. And Bitcoin's worthless for all of us. Like, it had hit a hundred fucking dollars. And the thing is, you used to see that all the time. Like, Bitcoin would go up and up and up and up, and then suddenly fucking plummet. And then up and up and up and up and up and up and plummet. And that's because there's, like, three main fucking companies that mine it, and they just fucking pump and dump it. Over yep. and over and over and over again. That's all they do. I I remember I remember Kit actually telling me about this that like he had a ton and then he was just like it like plummeted hard and he's like fuck 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 <laughs> and so he got rid of it all and then it was just like oh just kidding yep and then it went back up and he was like I hate myself it. 
but 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 you did but like i told him flat out though i was like i know you feel like you did something wrong but you did exactly what you should have done because anybody else in that same situation like look at look at wall street for instance when that shit starts plummeting so many people would trample their own mothers to sell their sell yep. their shares that are slowly yep. like yep. Are rapidly deteriorating to nothing because you need to buy back like you need to make some money back even if that's a catastrophic loss yep. it's not as going to be as much a loss as zero yeah yeah Z- zero mm. is just not good for anybody because there's there's no tangibility to zero if you get ten dollars per share it's still something yeah. it's not a great something but it's something you can walk away yeah. well and that's why and get a big mac and that's like, why a lot of people do like mining is because you know if you're mining and you just keep cashing out and stuff then it's like okay well you know oh cryptos just aren't anymore yep. they went the way of the fucking tie baby and, out. and uh they can just be like okay well i have all of this computer hardware ebay yeah. right and you can make back some of it probably a decent 50 percent of what you spent to get in the only the only downside i foresee of that is so <laughs> when everybody's selling their rx 580s exactly yeah <laughs> when everyone goes when everyone goes good price <laughs> yeah. and, and everyone's like hey and then literally the reverse happens yep. where everyone just starts undercutting the other guy Your and eventually rockets and all of a sudden oh your price is gonna fall hard. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like, because everyone's selling. Oh all my god. Time. There's this guy in BC right now. He's selling uh, five hundred thousand dollars worth of video cards and uh, Bitcoin mining stuff because uh, he bought five hundred thousand dollars full kit, like motherboard, all the shit you need, all the cabling, uh, video cards, fans, the whole yep. thing, and a bunch of units that he priced out, and he. Fucking like, and he's got all of them piled up in a warehouse because what he did is he bought all of this 500 grand worth and then realized that he had nowhere with enough power to turn it on. To turn it on. So he's like, oh, never mind. Darn. So he's just selling it. And Man, that's a good way to take a loss pretty yeah, hard. And like, mm. <laughs> like, I just want to know. Like, but if this guy spent five hundred thousand dollars on this, he maybe has five hundred. Because well, not a lot of people like when he, you spend. He lives in Vancouver too. When you're spending five hundred thousand dollars, I'd like to think you'd bet on a sure he thing. D- he didn't yeah. even like, consider like. Yeah, I mean, if I am spending five hundred grand on a thing, you want to be for you sure. Know I know sure. exactly where it's going. Well, you're like, yeah. what happens if I, I plug it. in five hundred computers to my house? Yeah. Well, for one, the electrical company calls you and goes, uh, no. Stop, <laughs> Stop. your grow up. We're sending the police. <laughs> um, but then they could but, just be like. And then, so, but the thing is, he didn't want to get stuck with a bunch of motherboards and shit because he had the full kit. Yeah, like everything. So he's selling them in $8,000 mining units. So he, he he's like, yeah, I'll sell them to you. And he's like, you know, if you pay me an extra 200 bucks, I'll even pre-flash everything. And he just sends you a box with a pre-built mining unit in it. <laughs> And I'm like, I mean, it's see, an unintentional business, but it's a business. That's in, that's ingenious. <laughs> as long as he makes profit on it, <laughs> it's just or minimizes loss. Like, yeah, I don't think he'll make five hundred. That is a it, man but... who makes the best of his situation. 
I mean, stupid as the situation yeah, may be. I don't know. Yeah. There, There is a lot of money to be made in Bitcoin mining, though, and I'm not talking about the mining itself. No, right. you, you can, can selling the hardware and shit. I mean, for fuck's sake, there are Bitcoin vending machines here. Yeah. Like, uh, I walked mm-hmm. past one in a Chinese restaurant. Yep. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know of... it had reached that point. Oh, well, yeah. No. I, um, I used to do uh, writing meet at a place called Waves, and we happened to go at the same time when the Bitcoin people were having their meeting, and their ATM took Bitcoins. Yep. Like as strange yeah. as it was, the, the, actually, the, there's uh, the guy in <clears throat> Vancouver who started that business is like a, oh my god, he's fucking loaded. Well, yeah, and it's not even yeah. like he has a lot of Bitcoin. He's just like, sure, I'll give you money for Bitcoin, and he started this business and set up like started with one machine. Yep. It's just like a Bitcoin wallet that sits there, and he puts money in it, and people come up and like cash out Bitcoin, spits out money, and he goes, cool, I have Bitcoin. And then, yeah, waits for it to invest and, and gets millions of dollars. Weird. Yeah. Oh. Like, <laughs> it's kind of like a stock ATM. Yeah, that's <laughs> super weird. Yeah, just walk up to an ATM, just like I want to sell my Apple shares, and the ATM's yeah. like, boop, boop, boop. cool, and spits out a bunch of cash. Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking that's, weird, man. Yeah, that's weird. Future, but, the yeah. future is weird. He made a fuckload uh, of money yeah, on it. You know, I I feel kind of weird. After all of this conversation, like, <laughs> like I've been mildly abstracted from reality. Uh, well, you have. Yeah. yeah we're talking about currency. Yeah. Yeah. Which is weird. But it, anyway. It's a weird thing, though. Like, honestly, 20 years ago, if you were. <laughs> this is yeah. fucking Furbies like, okay, all over again. 10, <laughs> 10 years the, ago. Uh, Beanie Babies. Yeah, tie toys. Yeah, like literally 10 years ago, if somebody came up to you in a fucking tinfoil hat that lived in a refrigerator box and told you that they're like, people are going to use computers (laughs) to make money, but not real money. Like weird internet You you have all of the people that are investing in Bitcoin like way after the fact, like Beanie Babies. See, the thing is, I don't know if somebody came up to me like 15 years ago and said like, someone's going to invent a new kind of internet money. I'd be like, cool. Yeah, I'd have been like, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, a thing. I can see it. Yeah, um, but I mean, at the same time, we grew up with the computers. It sounds oh vaguely plausible. I did want to mention there's another interesting use for this stuff too oh. as a technology. Oh, uh, called uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basic attention tokens. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, I'm sorry, I wasn't I, listening. Uh, sorry, what? <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna go outside and play. <laughs> well, okay. So right now, I don't know if you know this, and, and you probably do, but um, no. websites are kind of in a bind. They're struggling. In uh, what way? Ad revenue is down across the board because everyone's using ad blockers. Nobody clicks on ads anymore. Yep. YouTube ad apocalypse. I, I set up my happened. pie hole shortly after yeah. that whole conversation. Yeah. Uh, the YouTube ad apocalypse happened, which is fucking over video creators and stuff. So the thing is the entire e-marketing industry is kind of spiraling around a drain and it's worrying a lot of people. Good. So along the lines of alternative mining methods, 
the guy who actually, you remember way back when we were talking about uh, Firefox CEO being a massive homophobe? I think so. Something like I must that. Have and then, and then, he that re- then he resigned. Uh, he was like giving money to the whatever Family Matters group that was anti-gay marriage at the time. Well, you know what? Since you uh, just explained the whole thing, now I remember. Yeah, I yeah. got the picture. Uh, well, he stepped down from Firefox. And then he went off and made a different browser, web browser, new one, also open source, uh, called Brave, which is a you know similar idea. Um, a few people are using Brave now. I, I don't know; it hasn't it hasn't gained a whole lot of traction, but it's starting to so, pick up a bit. But then he decided to also start up this other thing called the Basic Attention Token which is actually integrated directly into Brave Browser, but it's open source. You can put it into, you know, if other companies want to do it, they can put it into their browsers. And the way it works is it's kind of like Bitcoin mining, except the currency is called the basic attention tokens, except it's based on how much attention you, you pay to certain things. And you actually get, like, a dashboard to... You know, that'll pop up and be like, you know, if there's a YouTuber that you watch a fuckload of, it actually shows up and it's like, you've spent, you know, this much of your attention on the internet has been spent on this YouTuber or this website. And then you can actually allocate how much of your basic attention tokens go to each thing. Really? Yeah. So, Weird. so it's okay. like it's like mining Bitcoin, except by browsing and paying attention to things, hmm. and then those tokens that you generate, you can give to the things you pay attention to in varying percentages. Or if there's something that you know, so and, it's basically and it, like those survey sites that pay you money, but in reverse for other people. Yeah. And and except it's a cri- and it's a cryptocurrency that that is weird and the and then it, so it's like and then you can be like okay so, so it's like charitable Bitcoin kinda it's, in a way it's, it's Bitcoin Patreon yeah, and you can like allocate how much goes to who and or if there's one where you're like I don't care how much time I spend on their site I just want this much of all the tokens to go to them all the time. Oh, and you can just weird. see. I like, like the sound of that a lot. Yeah, that's so, a really neat model. And that's the thing. It, it, like that's what I'm talking about. Like the the tech behind cryptocurrencies is has been barely tapped. Like people are coming up with intuitive ideas like this, where then basically the currency itself is how much attention people are paying to you. That's this is, so strange. This is one of the most wholesome things I've learned yeah. about, like, all month. So, basically, instead of YouTubers relying on ad revenue, YouTubers can directly spend their attention points. So they get to spend the amount of attention people pay to them. <laughs> or websites like the New York Times Wait, so can are you, tell, pay their tell. bills with the amount tell. that people read their website. Tell. That oh, itself weird. becomes a currency. Tell. That's are so are you telling me that these people can literally spend exposure? Yes. Yes. Fuck. They can li- you could literally pay for things See, the thing I like is with it attention. Out, it takes out the middleman. Yeah. Right? I don't have to 
go on YouTube and do ads to give my YouTube. You're, you're, I'd much rather yeah, give my you, shit to somebody directly. The, like, well, your attention. It means that your attention, in and of itself, has monetary value. Your your popularity can be assigned a number. That I just I'm waiting for the first person that like listens to a whole conversation and they're like, they're like, you're welcome. Just because your attention, that's weird that your attention has monetary value. Yep. But that's also amazing because huh. the fact that people could actually be paid just by you watching them, but to not inconvenience you, but everybody, yep. realistically, everybody benefits and it's still so, money for them to spend. That's and, very, very And cool. so right now, the basic attention token, uh, it does rely on ads. Uh, that is, that is a yeah. thing. Um, but, like, th that's the thing is there, there are people talking about moving it away from being ad-based to itself, like, just... Self-sustaining. Yeah, you, like your attention is the currency. A perpetual attention machine. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it'd be like... It's sort of like, did you ever watch the movie, uh, like, In Time, mm -hmm. where you Kinda, buy yeah. things with time, except this way you buy things with attention, mm. right? Uh, so, yeah, the, <laughs> this one, uh, the way it works right now is with, See, the, with the Brave browser, they measure the amount of attention you spend, blah, 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 uh, and then there's uh, the, you know, and then the it itself, the basic attention token system itself uh, puts an ad there. That's just like that's just See, how they you, generate you, revenue at the moment. You say that you buy things with your attention, and I'm just sort of imagining you at a Starbucks staring at the barista for like five minutes. <laughs> they serve you a latte. <laughs> that's kind of where I was going with that, that but it was just like if I just go to Walmart and stare at this pool for long enough, can I have it? Like, <laughs> that's where my mind went. But it is a very like it is a if if they can if or slash when they can get away from the ads the ads I think it's pretty brilliant honestly yeah well I mean, well, I mean to you me get it on the ground floor and help it well, not be ad based and, maybe. and it, it makes sense to me that you should be able to spend attention yeah. right it's, that because because that it's assigning like. For performers and things like that, like it's very it's hard. assigning a monetary value. That's why things value. like Patreon are so big because you can't exactly buy like yeah. or spend exposure. Like you, you know what though? It it actually like totally <laughs> like solidifies that time will be literally money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like actually, not just like uh, uh I could be doing stuff to make me money right now. No. Just sitting there watching someone spending time is literally will yep. literally become money. Uh, so I don't know. I thought I thought it was neat. And I don't it, know. Maybe, maybe oh, we sh we neat. as unfurled should officially endorse this method of like us giving us money. Yeah. On <laughs> on top of your actual money, please. Watch so. me. I don't know, but it is like at at it's a brilliant idea, but it is sort of funny to think of be like. Stare at me for ten minutes. That'll be five dollars. <laughs> like, like, but they give you that, so like, obviously, it's not that. But it, it's a funny thought, anyways. So yeah, I don't know. I just thought that was uh, no, was that that's really super neat. cool. It's it, very neat. It's it's a lot more encouraging than I originally would have given it credit for. So it's yeah, I I I do like that idea. And yeah. Kit is saying to look at 
something called Rentberry. Yeah, apparently it's like decentralized rent something or rather. Like, like what? Like the what? Rentberry. I was I wasn't what? sure. Um, uh, Rentberry Cryptonomos. Rentberry, the first rental platform powered by blockchain. What? Yeah, I don't get it, but it's something we should look at when we take our break. Yeah, that's yeah. very strange. Okay. I'm gonna I don't know. I don't understand how that how that'll work. Uh listing oh weird. Okay. Well um, I'm gonna look have to look into that. Because we have cars thing. Tonight, car has not, not provided a us a thing no, this no, week, no, so no, no, if no. we do want to take a break, we'll take a short break and then come right back, and if someone else has a thing, we can do that, and then email. Yeah. All right. Cool. So I guess we'll be back real soon. Oh, wait. We're, we are taking a break without well, a car thing? Maybe, maybe let's... Yeah, well, because we well, don't have one. I really got just... a pee, and I would oh. like a smoke. Okay. Sure thing. We'll take a short break. <laughs> Thank you. We'll All be right. back. Oh. Hi, kid. I'm talking to you while still on YouTube. <laughs> can you hear me? Oh, I don't know if you can hear me. Wait. Can you hear me now? Sweet. I'm I'm still. From the podcast. Yeah, I'm, I'm still on the podcast. I'm. I don't think they can hear you, but they can hear me. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? Yeah. Tell me about Rentberry while I'm waiting for everyone to get back. Actually, okay, I just a second. I'm just going to put you on speaker actually. Wait, wait. Okay, try now. Uh Wait. Wait. Hey, Vox, can you turn down on that one the threshold or or where the, the cutoff is for the gate? See on the gate? It should be the first couple knobs. Yeah, turn, the I believe, the first one all the way off. Okay, go, Kit. Okay, so Rentberry is kind of like an Equifax for the rental market. At least that's the idea. So all renter information would be stored, or, or applications rather, would be stored on the blockchain, or a blockchain, in this case, uh, Rentberry. So landlords can put up a place, and that information is permanently stored on a blockchain. Renters can put their information on the blockchain and then apply for different places for renting. And depending on how the system goes, so designed for long-term rent, so you go into a place, they take care of the place, and then at the end of the agreement, they go, they go out and there's no damage. They get, the landlord can then mark them with a rating and say, yes, these people were good. They were good renters. I will rent to them again. That information is stored on the blockchain. And the renters could do the same for the landlord, saying, yeah, this guy wasn't a douchebag. Um... I would rent from him again if I needed to in the future. So you create a rating system for your renters and your landlords based around whatever property it is that they're trying to rent, which is permanently stored in the blockchain. Okay. Now, the idea is that you can also pay the, the token, the berry token, is what you would use to pay for your rent. 
and they are wanting to integrate things like your security deposits um, and being able to pay bills and things. But the biggest thing that their their argument is is that there's something like 500 billion that's tied up in just security deposits. Okay. As stagnant money. So because it's backed by the Ethereum blockchain, um, you can do smart contracts with it. So if 14 people put a bid on a place, but the and then the landlord takes the one who's rated the highest, not necessarily the one who pays the most. Um, they win the contract. Everybody else gets their security deposit, their tokens that they would have to have paid up front, back to their wallet because they did not win the bid. Okay. So it opens up huge liquidity for all that money that's kind of tied up right now. That's kind of neat. So I thought it was kind of cool. There's a white paper on their site about it, and it goes into sort of more detail about it. I wonder if you'd be able to use the... Uh... Uh, the, the deposits that they give as proof of stake. Um, I don't know if it's going to be proof of stake or not because it's going to be backed by the Ethereum blockchain itself. It's going to be kind of built on top of it. Well, I mean... And there is no generation. they just coins out. They're yeah. all issued kind of all at once. That's kind of cool. So I'm not quite sure how they expect it to continue to have value. That's where I'm not 100% clear on. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, because it would make sense if it was like a proof of stake thing, and then that's how the coins are generated, you know? But because uh, otherwise it's just like worthless, right? There's nothing giving it value. The way that I read their paper and tried to understand it is it sounds like they might almost try to do it as a monetary policy. Oh. Um, so they can kind of control the issuance, whether like how much is out there to try to keep a consistent price is kind of what I've gathered, but I'm not 100% clear on that. Huh. Yeah, no, I, I've actually, I've never heard of it. I've heard of several things. Like, I don't know, the, the, the concept of the basic attention token one was really interesting to me. But there's a whole segment, there's a whole market for ICOs, stands for initial coins offerings. It's kind of the same as the stock market IPO. Yeah. Well, the Bitcoin crypto market is almost literally a stock market. At this point, it is. <laughs> like... um, if you go to, um, what is it, coinmarketcap.com, yeah. it will show you everything that's publicly traded and what the valuation is. Yep. The fuck, I can't I'm try still trying to remember the name of that Canadian uh um exchange that you can go to if you're Canadian. Cuz Coinbase Quadriga is garbage. CX. What? Quadriga CX. Yeah, Quadriga, that's the one. Um cuz yeah, Coin uh Coinbase is garbage. Coinbase is disgusting. Don't use Coinbase. I don't use Coinbase. No, I don't, I don't either. I have my own wallets. <laughs> well, I have the Bitcoin. I'm running the Bitcoin Core wallet on my computer, and I'm regretting that little transaction that I did. Because <laughs> I didn't want to pay the high fee, so now I have to just wait. Yeah, no. Uh, right now, like, uh, just because how much was the small transaction fee? 
Um, I well, because I can customize it. I can actually show you if you like. I'll post the transaction ID. Okay. In the chat, and you can look at it. But, fucking, yeah, man. People paying like eighty, ninety dollars in fucking transaction fees and shit. It's fucking brutal. I don't know. Like that's the thing is everyone keeps talking about like Bitcoin. Bitcoin's the big one. It's worth twenty grand. But the thing is, it's old tech. I don't see it lasting much longer. Especially with well, the new ones that are out. It's kind of it's kind of like gold of the crypto world. It's not going anywhere, but it's not necessarily going to be. I don't think it's going anywhere, but it's not. I don't know if it will continue to be number one. Worth twenty thousand dollars a coin. Oh, I, I still think that's going up. Yeah. The way that it works, it works in reverse of actual money. It works by deflation instead of inflation. So by design, it increases in value. So you think it's still going up, eh? I do. I still believe, just by the, the way that the economics work on it, that it will go up. I've heard some people talking like it's going to hit 50 grand by twenty eight end of 2018. Mm, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't know that's really it's really difficult to, pre to predict I've heard as low as you know 25,000 which I think seems more realistic yeah well, I don't know. some people are like it's going to be 100 G's at the end of the year and I'm like no I don't think so no well then there's other people saying that like if it were to ever be used as like a daily currency which I don't it won't be it just won't well uh, they could get Lightning Network implemented. If they do, then that's a game changer. Fees will come down and things will go much smoother. I just, I still don't think Bitcoin's going to be like, you know, I, I actually kind of agree with what you were saying about it kind of being the gold, right? Nobody actually goes to 7 Eleven and pays in fucking gold, right? No. <laughs> Maybe. And yeah. with, mm -hmm. with the Fair advent of cryptocurrency, 7 Eleven will have their own token. So you just exchange your Bitcoin for the token. Yeah. And then pay with the token. Coins, think of it as coins are like Visa. You can use it mostly anywhere. And a token is a store credit card. It only works there. Yeah. The world is turning into a globalized arcade. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, that's yeah. like, mm. like you, don't got our, you don't got our Nixon land fun bucks? Well, better get some of those <laughs> chain... Change yeah. your well, Cheney fun bucks into those Nixon land fun bucks. Well, the other thing is with things like Shapeshift, you can just coin in, coin out, minus a yeah. couple, some fees. But And I think that'll start to become more common. But keep in mind, it's in its early days. It's clunky. It's, it's chunky. And that's kind of what the internet was in the 90s. Yeah, well, so... it, and it's, it's a lot like the dot-com bubble. Actually, well, yeah. A lot like the dot-com bubble. It's exactly like the dot-com bubble. And then it's going to burst, and then we'll be left with the few. Pretty much. And then those are going to be the ones that rule the world. Exactly. It's I just, think they would be cool. Yeah. It, it's just sort of, you gotta just you, you kind of got to figure out which ones are going to be the few that are left over. And that's where you want your money to be when everything goes to shit. <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> is it going to be Ether or is it going to be Dogecoin? 
I think Ether and Bitcoin work very well together. Actually. I I am a big fan of Ether, actually. Uh, I wasn't initially, but the more I've been reading on it, the more I'm liking it. Yeah. Though everyone's saying that Dash is going to be the big one. It, the banks uh, of all of them, it seems like the banks are most friendly towards Dash because it gives them more control. But... Well, yeah, because it does what they wanted to do. Um, banks want the blockchain that is open, decentralized, um, and uh, and free free access. They want that without the open, decentralized, and free access. Yep. So, as much as it hurts, Dash is probably going to be around for a while. Dash and Ripple. Yeah, but ri wasn't Ripple like uh, crashing before, like a couple weeks ago? Probably. Yeah. A they lot. all crashed a, a little while ago. So well, uh, uh, I mean before. I mean before that, uh, Ripple was going through some issues. Um, fuck, I can't remember. One of the guys at work I, I work with was telling me about it that a bunch of, like, because I don't know, I don't know what it is with Ripple, but apparently, a lot of the like, you know, any of the you know sixty five year old getting re getting ready to retire tradesmen old codger types they all really like ripple like if you're into crypto and you ride a harley chances are you have ripple i don't know why <laughs> it just seemed to be the way it was working and they were all into it and then there was a bunch of trouble and ripple went down pretty hard so well, i'm looking at the chart for it now on that crypto market and in uh mid mid 2017 it went up to over 320 us from 30 from three cents yeah and as and then it crashed back down to where did it go to crash it, it went crash hard like 25 cents or so and then <laughs> it went spiked back up again to another 320 and now it's crashing and it's down at a dollar 37 us right now <laughs> like Jesus. go look at the chart it's hilarious yeah as far as i go in i mean I, I guess Ripple's kind of a good name for it. <laughs> Butter Ripple. Yeah. I've been, since, because uh -huh. my wife's been away for, well, since Friday, I've been doing nothing but crypto. Oh, really? Even at work, I should be working, but I'm doing crypto. <laughs> <laughs> should come back in a week, haven't showered, bathed, Fucking, slept. There, there was a guy who was actually doing a uh, Twitch live stream of him trading crypto. Thrilling. Yeah. And totally game-related, too. Yeah. Well, you don't have to be game-related on Twitch anymore. Oh, uh, okay. Well, you know, I have, like, I've seen people stream, like, writing, and I'm just like, I'm not sure why I'd want to watch that. <laughs> You just see him add a comma where it didn't belong. And his <laughs> eye starts twitching. But yeah, I think we're all back here, so we're probably going to come off break. Yep. Okay. So that was, that was my, my bit. Yeah. yeah thank no, you that, for your that, interlude. That is actually really cool. But yeah, we're, we're going to get back to the show here. So thanks for calling. Right. Thanks, Kit. Yeah. Caller, <laughs> talk, you're on I'll the I'll talk air. to you later, man. <laughs> all right. Bye. 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 Caller number zero, you're on the air. <laughs> we should start taking calls it, it's funny because once he started talking it sounded so much like a call-in radio show it yeah. wasn't even funny <laughs> <laughs> right because you're clear and easy to hear but he's coming through phone speak yeah he's just yeah. like 
trying to think about crypto is, uh... Which makes you figure they've just been, like, taking the phone off the hook and putting it next to a microphone for years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Red Lobster. So, did anyone else have a thing to talk about? I have my thing from last week, but if anybody else wants anything... I, uh, I don't have anything. Do a thing. All right. And sleep. Oh, that's fine. Fine, fuck this. Unplug. Uh, okay. So the thing I wanted to talk about last week is um, I wanted to paint you a motherfucking picture of kind of like a weird... Uh, I sort of want to like discuss this, that it's, you know, there's there's many there's many positive things and also some negative things that kind of like the new sort of the new world order and the new kind of the new generations and everything are kind of spawning um, both positive and negative. But like the one kind of thing I can't like quite place my finger on um, is the Tide Pod eating trend. Right. Yeah. So I, I really like, I'm like was legitimately curious, like how this became a thing. So I looked it up, and it turns out that in was it twenty was it twenty thirteen, the onion did so everyone's blaming the onion, mm-hmm. which is not really fair, but um so and especially the so onion long should ago, never be taken as anything other than satire. Said, yeah, that's what and I was kind of like, ah, so they did they did obviously the onion. They did a they did a bit on basically like a, a news report from the uh, for the perspective of the kid, basically saying that, like, I should be free to eat whatever I want. And it was basically like a shout out message to mom and dad saying you can hide all the delicious poisonous liquids you want. I will get in that cupboard. <laughs> I will drink them. And if I can find a stool. I'm going to eat those little motherfucking detergent things in the cupboard above the washing machine. I'll get them. And that's, that's like the whole, that's the whole article. It's just from the kid being like, I will eat them. You can't stop me. I will get them. The real tragedy being that the parents let their kids get to them at all. That's fair. Absolutely. Well, that's what they, you get those little cinch locks for the knobs and everything. The real tragedy being that the people who are actually eating these and putting them in their mouth actually manage to survive and continue to breathe. <laughs> well, yeah. near, near as I know, a lot of the people actually eating Tide Pods were like the mentally handicapped in kids. So that is unfortunate. But it seems but to the, have evolved. Well, the thing is. There's uh fucking who was it? Uh Glozella or Glozell or whatever the fuck her name was. She's uh. a r- was a reasonably big YouTuber. She just did it. Yeah, well, for a video. See, out of that joke, right, came the Tide Pod challenge. Yeah. But and look, that's disappointing. Look how long it took though. Like so effectively, so the onion started. Well, and then sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, I was just gonna say so that so the onion did that mm-hmm. and everyone was like, ha! Ah, and then forgot about it. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then it was like two years later that somebody did like a, hey, remember that Onion article? That was kind of funny. Maybe I'll try that. And then everyone was like, ah, that's stupid. And they were like, yeah. 
And then years later, now it's a trend. And well, somebody in, found that thing about the article about that. In 2015, onion. The Onion put up another article about new Tide Pod sour yeah, apple flavored yeah, that's, that's <laughs> exactly pods, yeah right and so that's the thing is it came sort of back into notice and then didn't quite manage to fade back into obscurity before someone on youtube caught it oh my god so one one of the other things about the tie pod challenge that's been disappointing the shit out of me the is fact that, that it exists that people are eating detergent no, is that uh people like they tend to do have been trying to turn this into a social justice issue no, oh, I'm. I that doesn't I'm surprise me. Okay, least. I don't know what. Like, <laughs> no, please no, enlighten me because yeah. I would like to. I want to hear about this retarded <laughs> twist. Yeah, what's the what's the parallel here? So, and it's so fucking stupid. Oh, it would have to be. No, People on no Tumblr doubt. are saying they're like, oh, once again, it's uh, uh, the what is it? Uh, neurotypical people are. Uh, appropriating autistic people you know it's like what happened with the fidget spinners which were you know used for non-neurotypical yeah neurotypical it's what it's what they call nor like normal normies. people do it's people, people that do not have some sort of mental yes. disability okay yes. just checking uh, they're like oh the neurotypicals are stealing our fidget spinners and now they're taking our tide pods and people are like what? Since what? when in the fuck oh. are yeah. Tide Pods an autism thing? When is that? A th when was that ever a thing? And then, like, and the thing is, everyone's like, "This is real." What? Yeah, no, stupid. that's stupid. And I then, would argue if you're eating a Tide Pod, you are not mentally stable. I, I'd like to. I'd and like to should. Well, honestly, like, like, sorry, sorry, Roland, go ahead. No, just, like, I'm just saying, like, if you're eating a Tide Pod, you are stupid. Like I, I feel as though that anybody with some form of mental handicap would almost be less predisposed to because they're like, oh, that's poison. That's bad for me. Probably not going to eat that. Yeah. Well, like, well you know, like there's like, the, I, I can see a situation where like somebody who is mentally handicapped would see a Tide Pod and like Ooh, recognize it as some sort of candy that they would likely be used to having like and that's they, fair too yeah but then they know, put it in not, their mouth go ew and then they spit it out like it's not and their then they fault, don't do it anymore but like but this the, whole fad like, of eating tide pods is just beyond <laughs> but the thing is these people were were talking about how apparently it was like an internet autism thing where they would talk about it as like intrusive thoughts and then this other guy is like intrusive thoughts aren't an autism thing that's an ocd thing you people need to stop self-diagnosing. Also, get help because this is not an ableism issue. If you issue. want to eat yeah. a Tide Pod and you consider it your right to it, do so, you should see a therapist. It, it's gotten to the point too where now uh, IKEA in their oh, no. in their displays in their store where they used to have the box of Tide Pods has now covered up the tide pod box. <laughs> <laughs> and see that that's funny because that's the damage that's being done to tide right? and what their a, reputation is getting dragged through the like, mud one of our listeners here wolf song has uh, said that apparently tide announced a couple days ago that they're going to discontinue tide pods on february 1st no, no way i use those things all the time they straight up got like they straight up got basically caused that company to have to get rid of them well, oh, and, and from Tide's point of view 
it's probably easier than trying to rebrand or change it's, it. It's up. just a oh, PR yeah, nightmare that they yeah. want. They're just to cut it off. Just well, chop it right off. Basically, the the one thing they could do is they were just they're just gonna come out with new pods that are just gray. Yeah, like, yeah. they're colorless. just awful yeah. gray. They just like... look like shit brown, and that'll be it. No, but then they, people might think it's chocolate. Um, let's see. Yeah. Oh no, never mind. They're saying that that's a that's a hoax. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, but Tide still... will not di- discontinue. The detergent pods calls rumor a hoax. Okay. 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 And I mean, I could see that got that going either way. Because again, it is a PR nightmare because people are doing it jokingly and then not doing it jokingly. Mm -hmm. Right. Which, I mean, the the thing that made me laugh the hardest was, I can't remember what chat we were in. Someone was talking about it and someone posted the the screenshot from... uh, don't put it in your mouth. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Song we used to get when we were kids. Yep. Don't you put and, it in your mouth. And the caption beneath it was, we've talked about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yes. See that? This right here, this is what the song was about. We we need to bring that back. We, we do. Just we to need to start just playing that on every t- well, TV well, station. One of the things I do find really funny, though, with the whole Tide Pod things, is that it has been massively adopted into furry culture now. Yeah. And to the oh point where no. there's already a, fur, a Tide Pod colored fursuit. There's uh, anime culture oh, yeah. as well. Yeah. Right? T- like, Tide I was on Pod Chan or whatever. Yeah. I was on Reddit like <laughs> yesterday, and I think it was like the, uh, you know, the screenshot of like Michael Jackson eating chips or something? Yeah. He was, just had a thing of Tide Pods. <laughs> a mouth um, full of them. But, but like, so there's a Tide Pod colored fursuit. There was a fursuiter who made a video on how to make Tide Pod pizza. Um, someone made anthropomorphic Tide Pod character porn. Um, of course. It's the, it's the fandom. Rule yeah. 34 also. Uh, you know, a la airplane porn, same. Y- yep yeah, thing. tank porn. Yeah. Uh, weird. <laughs> fucking rat then, Yeah, it's not, it's weird. It's funny, all it's... of these things which started ironically and then became unironic as a fetish. I, I just, you know what? I think the one, one of the pieces of it is like, what are the so what of the like most infamous threats when you were a kid and when you did something mm. or said something bad was all wash your mouth out with soap. Now we're washing our own mouths yeah. out yeah. with now soap. Now we just have you, kids Mom, eating I do it on soap. <laughs> it's like, Fucky, you can't control me. I'll just do it before you get to and then well, you don't get the self satisfaction. Or if I eat soap, I can swear as much as I want. <laughs> Yeah. It like, blows my fucking mind. And like the thing is, is like people are doing this. They're like, "Oh man, I'm gonna get so much attention." And I'm like, "It's no. because the internet's laughing at you, yeah, directly at you they, forever." Yeah, honestly, whether it be positive it, or negative it, attention, they're taking it you know, just as like, attention. Well, this just no it, amount it, of attention is worth. You, eating you know a what we pod. need to do? I'm gonna start a shitting yourself in public challenge. And then. And then just like be like, I yeah. want you to do this. Well, I mean, I'm not going to do it. I'm just no. It's, it's your it. idea, Tal. You need it. you need tell. to take ownership <laughs> of this challenge. You need to be the one. No, I'm just gonna make other people do it. I'm gonna be like, yeah, it's a totally cool challenge that all the kids are doing is 
shitting themselves in front I, of everybody. I'm just waiting for it to blow over and go away. The See, no one else is going to do it for you, uh, though. You have to do it, become viral, and then start getting people to do it. Give yourself a literal lobotomy challenge. <laughs> you know um, well, I mean, there was that drink shit from under the sink challenge. <laughs> yeah. They, no. I was, I was just about that to say... That was a thing before the Tide Pod yeah. challenge. Oh. Yeah, I, I was going to say that the Tide Pod challenge will will fizzle out and be surely grasped up by the drink as much Mr. Clean as humanly possible. Well, it, it actually reminds me of uh, when I was in high school, the thing that all the kids were doing was hitting themselves with fluorescent tubes. Like, you know, you this, when oh, would do yeah. that? this really answers the thing that your parents always asked you. Like, you know, if little Timmy jumped off a bridge, would you go too? The answer is a yes, apparently. It's a resounding yes nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Herd mentality, they'll o just only, fucking... Only if it was called the jump off the bridge challenge. challenge. Yeah, because... Oh my god! The, I bet <laughs> no. you can't jump off that bridge challenge, like... I, uh, please don't start that. I just, Dr. Pidgeot in the chat said, never underestimate the human capacity to fetishize the mundane. And I started thinking about people fetishizing Tide Pods. In my mind, like most people on the internet, immediately went to the Rule 34 Tide Pod anthropomorphic character. But then I thought, you know, Fleshlight has a great opportunity to make <laughs> some money here. Oh, just release one so with the like the tide pod same with uh bad dragon they just need yeah. to get the colors right oh my god oh bad my dragon god. bad dragon needs to make tide pod dildos i'm surprised Do it's it. not a thing right yeah now. i'm surprised they I, haven't already uh for the idea i accept cash or check or bitcoin actually um, you know april's coming up i'm gonna start tide pod coin do it. Yeah. Actually, do it. The, the, way you, the way you mine it is by eating Tide Pods. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to call it now. I say April 1st, Bad Dragon, Tide Pods. Yeah. I just, oh, my God. I just, so, so the other thing I found is that, so over 12,000, <laughs> over 12,000 calls to the, the, na the national poison centers across America. Oh, my God. Um, for Tide Pod poisoning. But a almost a delightful little addition to that was the fact that it's the amount of calls has actually gone down. Oh, for, good. So so it's gone down for general things. So people aren't just drinking. <laughs> They're only eating the trendy poisonous shit. <laughs> not. Oh, well, you got to get the designer poison. Yeah. You know? So uh, I only drink Dom that, myself. <laughs> but the, uh, Dom you know, poison yawn. Um, <laughs> but that. <laughs> so um, that's. A, but so I was like, oh. Well, that's it's nice to know that that less people are having but, these incidents oh, of drinking how, poison things. How many people is less? Yeah. Um, it I can't remember what the percentage was, but um, I think it was something like a uh, almost like a like a ten percent decrease or a twenty percent decrease, something like a substantial oh enough my for God. them. To See, be I like, would feel much better good. if it was like. The report of Tide Pod poisoning has dropped by 90%. See, if you want to eat a Tide Pod, first, stop it. <laughs> stop. Get some Fuck. help. Yeah, stop. If Get you're going to do it, yeah. eat enough stop it. Get so some that help. Fucking, you don't wake up. Then go to your local donut shop, not Tim Hortons, but your local donut shop. Tide Hortons. And uh, 
chances are you will they will have tide flavor like tide colored tide colored like donuts. Tide donuts. donuts that is a thing that they've been doing oh, yeah that doesn't surprise me I've, I've bakeries all it, over like tide pod cakes and it, shit and it like it makes me remember oh. i've got a uh, oh my god molecular gastronomy kits at home and one of the things that it has there is for spherification and jellification i could make tide pod candy you know, candy <laughs> or you know drinks yep i should do it yeah Oh man! Put up a put up a put like that. Someone should do that. Like how tide to make like shots. Tide Pod gummies Somebody, or something. I'm just waiting for up on like nerdy nummies or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. There's a there's a bar. I can't remember where the bar is, but the bar made the Tide Pod shot. Yeah, yeah, and they made it like a Tide Pod like. I mean, tall boy if you're looking at it, it'd be like you know you could make like a blueberry and orange yogurt. Yeah, type. yeah. It was uh, what was it? Um. It was uh, blue. What is it? Curacao. Yeah. Um, oh, a flavored schnapps vodka. Schnapps of kind, some kind. Yeah, it was like a flavored vodka and something else. I can't remember, but they they posted like the ingredients. I just can't remember uh, the last one. The one I'm showing here is one part blue Curacao, one part white chocolate liqueur, one part orange vodka. That's the one. Yeah. That that mm. wouldn't be too bad. It looks like that. Yeah, I'd, I'd drink it. I'd drink that. Yeah, I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. The, the, the Tide Pods do look delicious. It kind of looks like a French flag, but you know, whatever. Kind of. This reminds me of uh, for uninspired shots. Way way back when I was in university, I went to a a charity event, and uh, they had a special shot on for the event. I think it was supposed to be in in. Uh, donation for for aids and for blood drive and stuff like mm-hmm. that and their special shot was called the uh the immunization immunizer or something it was like two drops of grenadine and a shot of vodka oh my god and it was like a dollar fifty <laughs> oh jesus needless to say campus was loaded oh yeah on <laughs> vodka and grenadine that's oh that is a bad combination <laughs> it was terrible that seems like a bad idea it's, it's, it's like a, it reminds me of the nights when I was still drinking really heavily and I'd do things like I'd, I'd do shots of rum, you know, whatever, but I would chase it with a cooler. <laughs> mm. <laughs> so I'd have like a Bacardi cooler and a shot of Bacardi rum and I'd just be like, rum, cooler. And my friends are like, what? You know, <laughs> you're supposed to chase with like Coke. Yeah, or, something that doesn't contain more alcohol. And I'm like, nah, no, not the double way, drunk. Not the <laughs> way, not the way we partied. Yeah, yeah. Well, then well, again, I was the guy who made fuck up juice. Yes, yes, you were. Hey, uh, hey elaborate. I want to murdered okay. a so, cooler. Yeah. So to make fuck up juice, which is a combination to keep you going, keep you hydrated, and keep you annihilated. You first. I'm, I'm white trash and I'm in trouble. You first have to go out and buy a fuckload of Red Bull, or I was using that Beaver one, whatever it is. Oh, Beaver Buzz. Beaver, Beaver Buzz. Buzz. Yep. That I was the one I used, but Red Bull works great. Uh, and then you go to the store and you buy yourself a can of the powdered uh, Gatorade. Like, whatever flavor you want. Oh, yeah. Like, I know what you're talking you know, about. The, powder yeah, crystals. The, the crystals, powder crystals of Gatorade. You buy yourself one of those. I haven't seen those for a while. You, know, no? you can still get them. You can really? get grocery yeah. stores. I, maybe I'm never in that aisle. Anyway, yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, get yourself one of those. Uh, and get yourself, uh, I use vodka for it. And then you basically go back. You oh, And you buy one of those big bottles of Gatorade, like the, the fat ones. Yeah. Gatorade. 
You dump that out or drink it, whichever. Probably better to drink it, really. Prehydrate. Yeah. Get those electrolytes going. Uh, mm-hmm. But then uh, you uh, dump in. Uh, you, you basically, I, I think it's uh, it was two full scoops of Gatorade powder. And then an entire can of Red Bull or Beaver Buzz or whatever you got. And then vodka all the way up to the ring. And then you just fill the little the rest of the little top cap with water, and that's that's like, all that's like in just it. the little yeah like with the ridgy part or the actual like because you got the bottle, then there's the ring, like and then that there's, ring you would use to hold the, the bottle. Oh yeah, then yeah, there's yeah, the, okay. the 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 little dome on the top. Yeah, that little. You domey. just fill the rest of the dome up with the water, and that's it. Oh. So it's but like the entirety of the rest of the bottle. Four parts vodka to one part water, Red Bull, and yeah. powder sugar. Uh, oh my I, God. I actually, I did use the uh, sugar-free Red Bull for it. So it wasn't such a sugar load, but you get your electrolytes, you get your alcohol, you get your caffeine and a little bit of water. It's basically yeah. homemade for loco, really. Kind See, of. But probably far better because yeah. Four Loco is like foul. Or, sorry, it wasn't a whole can. It was a half can. Of Red Bull, <laughs> yeah, you had to fit the vodka in there. If yeah. you could get, if you could get pure, pure like drink machine syrup, oh, and can. and then mm-hmm. you know just drink a piss ton of alcohol with it, you've got like a four loco, and it is the grossest. Like <laughs> those, like the Pombe and all that stuff. I'm sorry if you really like them, but like it's just alcoholic. Like high fructose corn syrup. Yeah, it's That's gross. That, it uh, Four loco is what we were drinking during the coffee penis incident. Oh man, yep. I yeah. regret every four loco I've ever drank. <laughs> I think I had like two or three that night. I think I tried to finish one. Yeah, I don't think yeah. I've ever successfully gotten through a can. Oh nope. man, I, I I successfully got through multiple I, cans a night. I I, pow- that con. I I had to power through like anything more than one. I think. They're I, brutal. I hate them so I, much. I drank the shit out of them. Yeah, <clears throat> they were so bad. I'm surprised I didn't fucking have a coronary. See, back in <laughs> back in my heaviest drinking days, I got this guy Vox blackout drunk. Yep. And the only so time far the... I've ever blacked out and can't remember shit too yeah. is is Roland's fault. <laughs> then there was the night where we fed you fuckloads of Everclear. Yeah, see, I didn't self, he do that to I himself. I did it mostly to myself. There was encouragement. You kept fortifying your beer. <laughs> no, it was uh it was just a a mixture of rum and coke, oh. but I kept adding Everclear to yeah. it. That is another good way to get shit-faced um is to make pillagin, which is just pilsner and then you add a yeah. shot of gin to it. And you just drink. See, that. the trick is you <laughs> add more alcohol to get drunker fasterer. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. Who'd have, who'd have thought? Science. Ingesting more alcohol. It turns in a out adding carbonation to the mix also gets you fucked up. <laughs> the thing is, pillagin's actually kind of pal- like palatable. It is. If you it's, like gin, I, I like gin a lot. So, so a pillagin is not bad. It just tastes like pine tree beer, really. Yeah, juniper Which, beer. It's delicious. Yeah. So. I mean, these days mean? when I'm trying to get drunk, I like gin and tonics. I'm I'm actually kind of excited because uh, right now gin is kind of going the way that whiskey, rum, and vodka have gone. Oh yeah, right. It's starting to get sort of crafty. So you're oh. seeing all oh. these, you know, cherry flavored gins coming out mm. and Christmas gin and stuff like that. Which before gin was, you could have gin, 
you might get a slightly different kind of gin, but it's still gin. Bombay. Do you want the Bombay or the not Bombay, but might as well be Bombay? Yeah. You can have gin or gin. I... I or just, gin. I just want them to make such an aggressive shot and call it collagen and then have it pull all your facial features <laughs> up so hard because it's so harsh. That that is my ask of the of the gin. I'm uh, sure I can come up with something. Alex says that getting drunk on Everclear didn't work. Why did it not work? Did How, you just keep puking bull. it out? Shit. <laughs> yeah. It is literally 95% pure alcohol. Yeah, it's basically. literally the strongest thing though, you can have. Though I will say, I will say that I have had weird shit happen to me with alcohol before. Uh, at a, Are you sure you didn't just immediately pass out? Well, no. At a furthest north, the one of the nights, I'm like, yeah, this is my I'm going to get shit-faced night. So I pulled out the bottle of 151 that I had specifically purchased. I remember that. Purchased. You were so mad. Yeah. I was pissed. I polished off a bottle of 151, and I'm like, I'm not drunk at all. I am not feeling this. My entire life is a lie. What the fuck? There, there are times, uh, I know, where you just sort of don't metabolize it at all. You just pee it all back out. It There's, honestly, like, even, even like, as primarily, honestly, a non-drinker, when I went to that all-you-can-drink shochu bar... I drank a lot. The most I have in my whole life. Like, my entire life. And meanwhile, my brother and my friend were both leaving the bar, like, falling over stools. Yeah, shit-faced. And hanging over the servers and being like, thank you so much for for having us. It was so good here. And, like, <laughs> and like my one buddy just kept saying he's drunk in Japanese <laughs> because he was so drunk he just no longer was, like, at all there. And I was, like, I walked out and I was, like, thank you very much. It was very nice. And they're, like, the guy, like, looks at me because he was, like, uh-huh, have a good night before I even said anything. And I was, like, oh, thank you very much, you too. And he was, like, what? He's, like, why are you not shit-faced? <laughs> and I was just, like, yep. You guys, you guys want to go get some ramen? And they're just like, ah, like shouting in the street. And I was like, how the fuck am I the sober one? Like I have no, I have no weathering as far as alcohol goes. Not at all. And, but so weird. Like yeah. it does, yep. it definitely happens. Yeah, I've had nights like that too. Yeah, where you yep. just like, you could basically <clears throat> you drink forever. You just can't, yeah, you can't get drunk or like you just don't feel drunk. Yeah. I still remember some of the nights where I was getting fucking annihilated. There was the one night, Levy's, Levy's party, where I went through a 40 a rum. <laughs> minus the bits that I'd, like, share with people. Yeah, like, I, I, those places, there's a bit of yeah. mixing I going poured on. a couple people drinks, and, like, I kept making people, like, dude, try this. I was drinking fuck-up juice at the time. Yep. Um, and I was making it with rum, not vodka. And I went through a whole 40 a rum, and I was annihilated. And then someone was like, we're going to get alcohol. And I turned around because I'd polished the bottle off. A 40. And I'm just whip around. And I'm like, more alcohol. We're, yeah, I'm coming. And like, even car is just like, no, no, you, do, you don't need more. I'm like, no, nah, I, I, I need more alcohol. And they're like, all right. So they take me in their vehicle to go get more alcohol with them. Uh, you know, because I think they had like just arrived or something. 
Yeah, probably. I can't remember, but they were like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to go get booze. And then, so I went with them. And we showed up at the same the same liquor store that I bought the 40 from <laughs> earlier that day. <laughs> and I walk up and grab another 40. And I walk up to the counter and I actually managed to buy it. They yeah. did. They didn't <laughs> like, notice. They didn't notice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I brought that one back and I polished that one off. And then the next day I was. You regretted life for oh, a living dead? A oh, bit. Yeah. The yeah. whole day. <laughs> Dude, I was fucked. Oh, yep. The worst hangover I ever had was uh, when we were skiing, though. I don't even remember what I drank, but my God, I woke up that morning and I was like actually sick. And the, I couldn't function. The worst for me was the Everclear. Yeah. I, I think I didn't get out of bed till 1230. Oh, man. Yeah, no. My, I was... my worst hangover was like New Year's like two, three years ago. I think I could not stand the sunlight until like six in the evening. Yeah. yeah. I, you were there with the skiing one, I think. Uh, that yeah, was the I one where so. we pulled over at the McDonald's and I had to go puke. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it, we've been drunk a lot together. Yeah. And I think the like last year's skiing trip, wasn't it? I, there were, oh, there was a, the other time there was the one FC I was at where I got fucking just destroyed. And, uh, by like I don't remember most of that night, but I woke up. Uh, I woke up in my room the next morning. Oh, that, the one where they you well, had an escort back to your yeah. room. Yeah, and like I I look over and I was rooming with a couple guys, uh, mutual friends that <laughs> uh, they don't really like drunk people all that much not big fans of drinking and that's fair and i woke up and i'm in my room and i was okay luckily but i i like i don't remember how i got back to the room and i'm just like fuck (laughs) i look over and like oh man i'm sorry about last night guys and they're like what oh no it's okay man didn't you you say your like clothes were folded and shit they're like yeah you're obviously just really tired and i'm like what and i'm like how did i get back here and they looked at me kind of funny, and they're like, what? You don't remember? I'm like, I was fucking annihilated. I blacked out, man. I don't remember anything. And they're like, really? Because apparently, like, I showed up at the door with uh, one of our friends, and he, you know, just pushes me in the room, and then, you know, walks off, and like, have a good night. And then I proceeded to be like, oh, hey, hey, guys. And they're like, oh, how's it going? And I was just like, Oh, I'm just really tired. I'm going to go to bed. And they're like, okay. And then I took my clothes off, neatly folded them, and put them on my suitcase, and then just quietly See, crawled into bed, rolled over, and immediately passed and out. I, and, and, I f- and sure enough, I look at look down at the foot of the bed, and there's my suitcase with like my jeans and shirt and everything just neatly folded and stacked. And I'm like, I don't fucking do that when I'm sober. Yeah, that's like, how we no. know you're drunk. <laughs> yeah, like that's like sitcom levels of like returning to your room next to them opening the door and you just falling flat on your face yeah. like well, plank I, style. Apparently the way I got back to my room too was I started realizing that I was too drunk. I was like, I need somebody to take me to my room. And they're like, what? And I'm like, yeah, I'm too drunk. I don't know what's going on. I don't know how to get back to the hotel. And they're like, okay, we can bring you. And then after that moment, the only thing I did was repeatedly say my room number. 
<laughs> As they dragged me to my room, I just kept repeating my room number over and over and over again. Oh man, can we 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 need to do another long distance con together? Because holy fuck, do those are, they are fun. I kind of want to do like BLFC or something. I, I'd love to. Oh do yeah, something like BLFC. absolutely. Yeah, uh, I. It's funny because like all the people that were talking about FC that I heard about, everyone's saying that like FC is not really fun anymore. No. Yeah, it's kind of lost the soul of it. It's just like that's too bad. Like I, I enjoyed visiting California in general. Yeah, FC was just kind of a bonus. Where's BLFC? Uh, uh, Colorado, I think. Nevada? No. Uh, hey Google, where is BLFC? Reno, Nevada. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's in Reno. Reno. Yeah, Nevada. Settle down, Google. Uh, so, well, yeah. why don't we why don't we wrap up with our email? Check up to our uh-huh. mall, and uh, I'm going to utter my last apology for for episodes because they're going to get edited tomorrow, one way or other. It will be your last apology. One way. Yeah, because you're doing oh, them yeah, now. Yeah, oh no, <laughs> I don't even have my Cubase CD. I guess I'll oh, we have to use Reaper because because that. that's the software we use to record. <laughs> Wrong podcast. Sorry. Uh, what the fuck is Pidget talking about? Pidget in the chat, he's like, uh, where did he start? Tal is Canadian Glenn Beck. He flaps as a flag in the wind through the vicissitudes of rage and touchy-feely ori- well, like, orations on love I, and I've friendship. Been, I've been idly paying attention to the chat and just, like... Vox, getting that nice ego stroke. Vox is the guy in the back of the class who's always staring at the teacher with this sort of dispassionate askance. You don't know when he'll speak, but when he does, the conversation is the rant, uh, entirely changed or advanced. What the fuck? Huh. <laughs> what are you talking about? I Pidget, believe he's calling Vox the smart one. Pidget is is describing the way they perceive Your us. Glenn Beck. Canadian Glenn Beck. Hey, Pidget, so what about the rest of us? Uh, get, get uh, I, I imagine he's getting to it. Glenn but... Beck, really? Like, you, you couldn't even have gone for fucking... Uh, it, who's the InfoWars guy? Oh, oh. Um, yeah, I know who you're talking about. Fucking... Yeah, you kind of remind me of that guy. That, that Alex, dude. Alex Jones. Jones! That's it. Yeah, that motherfucker. Well, He's while, crazy. While Pidget <laughs> continues to write... Insane. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're a jerk. What? Pidget's a jerk. He says Roland is okay, I guess. <laughs> Sorry, anyway. Uh, re- read the email and then we'll get to Roland or to Adam. At I don't and... want to know. <laughs> who's who's reading? Already... Who's reading what email? Uh, uh, I read we the only last have one. one. So somebody else reads. Okay, I'll read it. Apparently, you are a kawaii sandwich. Dear Tal. A cute sandwich. Tall. Vox Roland. Roland, it's just one L. Guest, uh, guest, car and cars. Voice. What the fuck? Okay, I have been listening to y'all since I was probably thirteen, fourteen, or fifteen. Oh, please don't tell me. Yeah, that. Don't, I don't want to know. <laughs> this unsettles oh, me. Just wait. Oh, in a way that you cannot imagine until you also turn thirty. Uh, I can't really remember if I'm being honest, but I'm twenty three now, and I can't tell you how much y'all mean to me. 
I've had many laughs from y'all over the years and have honestly become a better person from listening to the podcast. I do not know how that's possible. <laughs> You're listening to a different podcast. Yeah. Uh, from your varied views on many topics, the hilarious rants, the tangents, and long segues to chaos, to the chaos created via the dragon bull thing and cars segments. Like I keep spelling car. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Public it's, notice it's K A A R. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you you've always given me a reason to laugh and expand my knowledge on different things. You've helped me through some of my hardest times, from my dog's passing to my mom's more re- uh, my most recent. Uh, with my papa passing from Alzheimer's. Ooh, that's brutal, yeah, man. I'm sorry. Oh, that sucks. Uh, yeah, Alzheimer's is kind of a... That, that is a t- bad time, for especially for the family. Um, and it's something that I will never forget and can never repay. I know I don't, uh, but I feel like I owe you guys a lot for all the help you've given me. Uh, keep it up. And as always, stay awesome and amazing. Your eternal great, eternally grateful wolf... Foulland, yeah, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thank you very much for the letter. And uh, I'm glad that you have such a positive opinion of us because I know things change and topics bounce around a lot. So it's always good to know that people still enjoy listening to us. For as much advice that we give on this podcast, like it somewhat terrifies me to know that some people are actually listening to us. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, that's it, a, that's however, a bad it, idea. It, it especially brings up to me a concern to know that we were telling thirteen-year-olds to know to uh, what to How do did, ten years ago yeah. when we were even when worse. we had our when we were even dumber and, yeah. then. Oh, oh my god! Huh. Anyway, I think it's time for bed. Maybe time now for bento. Go the fuck to sleep. No, no bento. Time for bento. Take us out. We'd like to thank uh, all of our listeners. If you're watching on YouTube right now, be sure to hit the like, subscribe, and comment buttons and stuff to help our numbers. Maybe throw some of those uh, basic attention tokens our way. Peace. Um, uh, that'd be neat. Peace. I don't even know how to collect on those, but cool. Oh, what? Basic attention tokens. <laughs> <laughs> um uh if you you know very special thank you also thank to you. our patrons thank you thank you thank you thank you thank you thank, you, thank uh, you, you know we love each and every one of you uh individually that's a lie non-platonically uh, <laughs> sexually i mean we we love all of I, you uh, we, we like you we're just not in like with you <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, and uh, if you have any oh yeah thank you to Omari and ScreenFox for the logo and music respectively uh, if you have any comments questions criticisms or anything like that you can reach us at us at unfurled.net that is us at unfurled.net or go to our website unfurled.net wow who saw that coming um, <laughs> to uh, where you can find links to our YouTube Patreon uh, Twitter Telegram chat all that bullshit uh, and there's also a contact form right there that you can use if you don't like email because you're, you know, one of those new age hipster kids. You know what you kind of remind me of right now? What? Like an unenthused baseball announcer. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a golf announcer. Um, <laughs> quite on the field. Quite on, yeah, quite on the field. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what else was there? I don't think there was anything I think else. that's it. Yeah. So thanks for coming. All right. Totally nothing night. more. Thanks for listening, See you everyone. Later. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. And as usual, we love you. We'll miss you. And please...
Stop eating Tide Pods.